Hi guys, and welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Marley Fragging, and today I am joined by my good friend, Katie. And Katie is going to talk about PR, public relations. Is it all just cleaning up messes and whatnot and creating the perfect image for people to be famous in? We get all into that. We talk about the landscape of PR. We have great sidebars about what yachting and clout farming is. We talk about a lot in just what it means to have PR and what PR looks like today versus what it looked like in the past. So guys, let's do it. (laughs) So you want to be an egg girl? All right, guys, welcome back to Confessions of a Wannabe It Girl. This is a really long-awaited episode for me. Same. I feel like I've been waiting for this my whole life. Yeah, you've uh, you've also been really busy, so I haven't been able to get you on the schedule. Yeah, you are really busy, too. I feel like when you sent me the calendar link, I was like, wow. A lot of those dates are just crossed out because I can't. Yeah, I can't make it. So if you guys can't tell, I'm here with my good friend, Katie. And so, Katie, today um, we are talking about something near and dear to your heart and something I'm very curious about. So... Tell us um, about PR. Can you give us your credentials? You went to school for this. Like, where'd you go? Does that matter? I studied journalism first. Okay. Which I feel like has shifted a lot where like journalism and PR blended and then went to grad school for PR. But I don't know. I grew up loving writing and just like media. And I feel like PR is kind of blending all of those things together. It's really fast paced, especially in L.A., um, I would say like the two hot spots are like LA, New York, like mm-hmm. being in those environments. PR is fun. It's something new every single day. And I loved it. So, so such a sidebar. Have you seen Melrose place the reboot? No. Okay. Well, one of the characters in that is a PR agent really? and I've never been able to get that image out of my head. And that's what I think every PR firm is. So it's probably horrible. Okay. Realistic. I need to watch it because my mom always says that my apartment building, like in Santa Monica, looks yeah. like Melrose place. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah it does. Actually, she's right. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, um, like, start us off. What really is PR? I mean, it's public relations, but, like, what's the history of PR? Why does it exist? Yeah. <laughs> well, this is going to sound dramatic. I'm a dramatic person, but... We love the drama here. Yeah. It's and- Confessions of a Wannabe Egg Girl. <laughs> exactly. So we're here for the drama. But I think every person and in every moment of history has needed some form of PR, right? PR is managing reputation. It's building credibility. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it, just protecting yourself and then getting a message out. Um, so it's always been around. It's just the way in which we communicate has changed. So, um, yeah, I mean, think about it. Even if you're looking for a new job and you're updating your LinkedIn or whatever, that's your own personal PR. I mean, there's so many different versions of what you're doing. But, um, yeah, I think we have and will always need PR. Yeah, that's true. I guess your persona, uh, your reputation of what precedes you is PR. I just always associate PR with like a PR agent because that's what I saw in like Honorage. Yeah, no, I mean, even my roommate was like, having me look at her Instagram feed and I'm like, okay, then I'm doing fucking personal PR for you. I'm managing your... Cleaning your image. Well, we'll get into that. Yeah. I don't know if it's really clean, as you've already told me a little bit. It's not exact, but like, like, what do you... Is it like going through with a comb and just being like, yes, no, this, 
Yes. <laughs> I feel like it's managing what everyone else sees you as. Uh-huh. I don't know if that makes sense, but it's controlling your public perception and making sure that whatever message you're trying to get across or who are you, mm-hmm. other people are seeing it um, the way you want it to be seen. So yeah, that's very interesting. Also, it's like when you say it like that, I'm like, yeah, everyone does need PR on some. Level. Yeah. And I think to a point, it's like sharing the right information in the right places to the right people. Okay. I mean, not getting deep in your psychology, but getting deep into your psychology. Yeah. Um, so you not only have to take the responsibility of the person's message, but then you're responsible for potentially how the world views it. Definitely. And I think some of it, which we'll get into later, is maintaining a reputation mm-hmm. or just keeping credibility to a person or an organization. And then some of it is just getting someone's name out there and getting them recognized. So I think it's either building public confidence in a brand. um, Sometimes it's creating buzz around something. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes PR is used for attracting new talent, whether it's new employees or you want to retain the ones that you already have or you want to increase sales. I mean, there's so many. Everyone needs PR. Everyone needs PR. Yeah. But like, it's so interesting. Like what kind of, this is so off track for, for a second. What kind of people usually end up in like PR like people like yourself who like have a love for media but also like have an understanding of like what's perceived well yeah I think so but I think it's also people good communicators right like people who like writing yeah good communicators I think people that are up to date on trends and follow the news I like I said I think there's a huge um bridge between journalism and PR where it's like following the news and um having a little bit of self-awareness like knowing what's going on if you're putting out a certain message is it the right day to put it out what's going on with everyone else that day right like if there's it's a horrible example but if there's a mass shooting probably not the best day. yeah exactly yeah. yeah yeah table that and like so you do you are pretty aware so you do have to be yeah definitely and i think you in. have to yeah you have to be plugged in and definitely be very patient i think a lot of times <laughs> with pr you're especially because you're not always, but you're kind of like dictating what someone else is putting out about Mm -hmm. themselves. So it's like having an awareness of who you're working with, like, and meeting their goals while still adding your own strategy and insight to it. I love that. So how much of PR is kind of controlling people's perception of them? Like public figures, like I always, this is also all my knowledge about PR literally comes from television, (laughs) dramatized television. So, so sorry if that's like very far, like it's to me, it's like keeping the record clean and like making sure blah, blah, blah has the image. And so, yeah, how much of it actually is that really? I think a lot of it is. I think in certain cases, um, there's a certain message that you want to get across and or you're promoting something specific. And in those cases, the PR is very intentional and you're deliberate in what you're doing. And yeah, like I think a product like is very yeah. intentional and deliberate. And it's almost I think it's like a form of marketing, but it's I think it's marketing where you're building credibility. So getting media placements for a product in, you know, maybe you're selling a skincare line mm-hmm. and if it's in women's health that's building credibility, that that's a a good product that people want to use. And I think those are intentional because you want to hit certain message points. Um, But I think today it's a lot more organic. Ooh, tell us about that. I just think with social media 
information travels so fast, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like if I saw an article today, that's old news. Like, by the time I'm texting it to you and you're seeing it, we could have seen it on social media or just things are shared so much faster. And I think um, celebrities even, I can't remember who was it that broke the internet, Jennifer Aniston, when she got like an Instagram, oh, Instagram. or yes, something. Oh, it was Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, like we're seeing this authentic side to these celebrities that is honestly in their control. Mm-hmm. I think that you'll see little bits and pieces of things that are a little bit more thought out, whether they're doing like a brand deal or a partnership, like those will be a little less organic, but We've never before had this insight and this access to like people that are not accessible. Like, and so I think a lot of PR is organic. And even when they're going on, you know, let's say Jennifer Aniston's going on a Mm -hmm. late night show, they can give her talking points. Like maybe she has a new show coming out or a new movie, but her personality is still there. So I think like to a point it's, it's organic in some isn't right. Like I've seen a lot more of Reese Witherspoon because she's actually making TikToks. She's or she's making reels. I don't know. If she's making TikToks, but like yeah. you see her like being very like momish. Oh, totally. And I'm like oh, but it checks out. I'm like that checks out. I think that's your personality. I think that's really you. It feels organic. But how much of it is PR and how much of it is really her? Right, and I think like. A lot of that is like what news publications and these big sites that we're going to for news like E! or Entertainment Tonight, they're not picking up those interviews that they're doing, their PR interviews. They're Mm -hmm. picking up their social media that has gone viral and been shared. And that is like authentic to who they are, which I think is like sometimes probably a nightmare for like a publicist who's like, okay, you're going to do a New York press campaign. And then the one thing they get out of it is the TikTok they made in their hotel room is like the viral moment. It's the viral thing. I do think it's cool because I think we're like seeing, like I said, it's just giving us access to people because that- Because the PR person booked the job for that night thing. Like that yeah, night in a right. Room. Right. And that's why they're upset because like that was so easy. And- right. And I think like um, this is a whole other thing, but it's good for publicists because you think of someone like- Reese Witherspoon, for example, Mm -hmm. my mom would probably love to see her on, you know, Jimmy Fallon. That's what my mom is watching. That's how she gets access to her. But then she's also connecting with Gen Z and millennials who are on TikTok and see her TikTok. So it's like she's just expanding her audience through doing PR on social media and and traditional PR. And that's how she's going to stay relevant. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a world that has both in it and like, okay. Let's debunk a little myth for Marley. Um, how much of, I want to say celebrities more because influencers got famous getting, being on social media. So like, I feel like a lot of them, that is kind of their real personality, but like how many celebrities or people's like personality or persona is like calculated and crafted and how much is it actually them? I think it used to be a lot more calculated. I think it used to be a lot more calculated because there weren't as many avenues to like get their message across. Like they only really, you know, you did two interviews and that's how you're going to talk about your movie. And now I feel like because there's so many different platforms and ways to receive their message, it's 
they can be more authentic and it's less calculated. Um, I do see uh, the person that I think is hilarious with PR stuff is Doja Cat. I don't know if you've seen her videos. Yes. And like, she'll post stuff and be like, just a warning. I got to do this fucking bullshit ad for Taco Bell in an hour. She hates it. Yeah. And, and I think that that's almost like funny. It's like, yeah. And it's more authentic to her. And I feel like that's, I feel like it's, less it's like lame if you're just like not yourself anymore like even um with people talking about like posting on instagram and they want to empower women and be themselves like i think that's that's cool now and like Mm. celebrities are more open to talk about that stuff right i feel like and i might be wrong because actors is my scope so i'll say like i do think some actors also are having, I see it more in musicians, of having an online persona and a career. Or like their online platform brand them. And totally. they still have a full acting career. But I, st- I mean, like Leo's, well, Leo doesn't fucking need an Instagram, nor does Scarlett. Um, and it's just interesting because it's like you want accessibility to them, but do we need it? It's so weird. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is like, let's take Justin Bieber, for example. Yes. You've probably seen like all online, anytime paparazzi or a reporter, not anytime, but majority of the time that they go up to him, mm-hmm. he's pissed. Like right. he's like, leave me alone. But then he posts 10 times a day. And it's like, he wants to still give fans that access to his life, but he wants to have control over it. So I Which feel I think like it's okay. Yeah, totally. And I think the big PR firms in LA that still do traditional media and by traditional, I yes. mean, um, yeah, like traditional placements would be like you're in a magazine or you're getting a late night interview mm-hmm. or you're going on Ellen. And those, I feel like, um, publicists are still good for. They're prepping right. you. They're telling you what they're going to ask. They're getting the questions in advance. Don't say this. Do say this. Yeah, right. And Let's and not touch on that. Yeah, yeah. Right. And I think- This show you can't cuss. Right, exactly. Okay, yeah. And I feel like sometimes even um, publicists like want them to have control too and be themselves because- I mean, they're here for a reason. They're it famous for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. But um, a lot of what they're doing too is like damage control. Like, let's say, you know, Justin Bieber just went through a breakup and he doesn't want to talk about it. They're going to reach out to the network and be like, these nope. things are off limits. Like, they're going to, publicists also do a lot of protecting for talent too. So, wait, but will they still ask sometimes? Like, live, like if it's a live interview and Justin Bieber went through a breakup, this is made up. And then, They'll say no, blah, blah, blah. And then they'll still do it. I think so. The most important relationship for publicists yes. are with journalists. Uh, so so I think they, if they have a big name person like that, mm-hmm. even um, exclusives, like yeah. if, you know, Haley Bieber is pregnant. I'm using a lot of Justin Bieber examples, but I love him. Um, it's near and dear yeah, your heart. Exactly. Yeah. Like I'm, I'll always use those examples. <laughs> but if Haley Bieber is pregnant and they want to put out an exclusive to announce it, they're going to go to someone that they trust. Mm-hmm. I think for sensitive topics like that, they're going to choose a journalist or a host that they know will um, play do the it lines. the way that they want yeah. it to do. Do it in the way that they want to do, but also like plan a little bit of the lines of what they yeah. don't want them to do. Yeah. Right. So I think, yeah, it's a little okay. bit of both. So I'm going to take a little 
try it this. So I heard Zendaya talk about this a little bit, but which is ironic. But here's the example. There's a Disney star and they want to transition out of being a Disney star. And they, you know, they need to change their image because people only see them that way in casting. They only see them as like the cutesy pigtails, whatever. And the PR person will help facilitate that transition. It's like, okay, now you want to do something edgy. All right, well, you need to start dressing edgy. These are the events we go to. These are the events we don't go to. So you don't get associated with that image. Is that like still very much a PR job? Yeah, I think so. I think um, that's a very complicated one, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, that we've seen that time and time again with Disney Channel stars and people like that. And honestly, shout out to Zendaya because she's killed it. Yeah, she has done she has transitioned smoother than anyone I have seen. Um, but I do think there's so much strategy and effort that goes into PR behind closed doors, like um hiring the right stylist, finding mm-hmm. those the right events for people to be at. And um, like I said, they kind of create like a blueprint that you're gonna follow. And I think um even like Miley Cyrus, I don't know, like Was that the plan or was that I not the like plan? I feel like that couldn't have been the plan. Like No, I don't think it was the plan either. It was it was messy, but then I'm it like, was so messy. Were they just trying to break the glass ceiling on it? And like, was that the plan? Right. I think everything has a plan, but I'm neurotic, so that's me. I feel like well, with someone big like her, it's like she's gonna do whatever she wants. Good. You can give her <laughs> suggestions, but she's gonna do whatever she wants. I think though. With a case like Zendaya, these um, like transgenerational industries where um, it's between adult and child and this weird teenage phase where kids are growing up in the spotlight. I think that is the hardest place to be as a publicist because they're kind of like finding themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so and you you have to let them, too. So I think that was the problem even with Miley is like. She needed to figure out who she was. Um, And with the spotlight on you, I think it's a lot harder and you're getting hate and you're getting criticism. And I feel like so many people are telling you which way to go. So um, that's going back to like publicists should understand their client and like what they need and what their goals are and like be patient with it. So yeah. Because like if your goals don't align, you should probably break up. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. For instance, I mean, and the dust really settled well with Miley. I feel like, you know, now she like does festivals and like, I think she really has a singing career that she wants it is right like a as off the rails and be like the disney star but i think she really ended up where she wanted to be but like if they that if we didn't all agree like if they were like no no like let's put you on the like the academy award track and she was like fuck no break up right totally and i think with her it was confusing too because it's like Disney spent so much time creating this Miley Stewart clean, and this clean, clean. yeah this brand and I think at the time that really was her yeah but then it's she was a like kid. right and I think especially with a the publicist there are publicists who have been with the same client for twenty years and it's like you grow with that person like right. as she grows out of Miley Stewart you grow out of it with her. I love that you just called her Miley Stewart. I know. I'm like, well, I'm trying to think of, I guess I was going to say Hannah Montana, but. No, but the fact is they owned her name. They yeah. literally owned Miley. Like right. They, Miley Stewart. They owned Miley Stewart. And even though her name is really Miley Cyrus, like right. they owned that. And so she was so, I mean, talk about a rough 
transition. Totally. Top, keeping it on the topic of like, you know, keeping that squeaky clean, like how much of PR, as we briefly mentioned earlier, is cleaning up messes and like keeping the image, like I want to say like politically correct. Yeah. No, no, I mean, that's a good, in today's day and age, I feel like that's a good way of saying it, but I think it's a mixture. I think people, there there are certain types of, I learned this being in grad school um, when you specialize, there are crisis communication people. And some of them are bad. <laughs> yeah, some of them are, I mean, Amber Heard, not naming names, but... Um, yeah, she needs different people. Yeah, I think I think there are people that specialize in specifically that. Um, Justin Timberlake probably needed a different person for the whole Britney thing, too. Oh, 100%. Who supported that response? A note? A li- you're going to type that in your fucking notes app? Yeah. Free, I mean, she's free. We were huge proponents of the Free yeah. Britney rallies. For anyone that doesn't know, we went to the Free Britney we rallies. We went to the Free Britney it rallies. It was eye-opening. I feel like I was like... I was a part of it before that, me but too. that like made me be like, but we oh were still on the train before it was cool. Just oh yeah. Saying. Yeah. Just yeah. Saying. We but, were early. To yeah. Movement, but the but. PR move and like, I like Justin Timberlake, like, please like, don't get that twisted. But like, that was not the crisis help there was not supportive. Oh yeah. And I think part of it too, I don't really know what my firm opinion is. I think it's like case by case, but it's like when something happens like that, do you respond immediately? Do you not respond at all? Do you wait a couple of days to cultivate the right message? Like, it's just so hard to make that call. Yeah. And it's, I think a lot of, a lot more power than you think it is to like be the person to be like, I think you should do it today. Like, you know, it's, I think. That gives me anxiety. Oh yeah. And I mean. Oh God. Yeah. And the thing is, is back in the day, I think any type of PR is good PR. Mm-hmm. And now it no longer exists. What do you mean? I just think not all PR is good PR. You know, when people say like yeah, any, any type of press is good, good press. press. I totally, I think with cancel culture and just the way that information gets spread so quickly, mm-hmm. I don't think, I think being, let's say being canceled um, is really hard to deal with and it's even harder to overcome. Um, and I think we see it all the time with, you know, influencers or, um, but influencers come back from a cancel, I think way faster than celebrities. Definitely. I mean, I'm even thinking, I guess this isn't as much of a PR example, but like Will Smith, Mm -hmm. like he's not going to come back from that for a while. I don't, I don't agree. I feel like it's gotta be at least, um, don't quote me on this, but didn't he, they pulled his next project or yes, he got, they are. no, it's filmed. I think mm, don't yeah. quote me on this. It's film and they've pulled the release or pushed it back. Right. And I think no matter what now, the apology too, you're going to get criticized for. Yeah. So it doesn't matter really what you has put he apologized? out. I don't know. Unaware. I don't know Moved if he on, has. I guess. Yeah. And I think if the, he hasn't, it's a little too late. Right. And yeah. I think even, um, let's say when you put out a press release or, um, they're like, can we get a statement on this? Mm-hmm. Your publicist is drafting that statement. Right. You're never, I mean, you'll probably see it, but I think in today's day and age, it's also important to have like, even if Will Smith went on video for like a minute mm-hmm. and like really opened up, like on I a feel like, video. yeah, on like, YouTube or the apology TikTok, video. <laughs> whatever it does. But that's like, I feel like that would mean more just like coming from him. So 
that's confusing too. But I think I'm going to kind of go against what I just said. But if you're a newcomer to the game, like Mm -hmm. let's say you want to become an influencer or an actress or whatever it is, you have the challenge of getting noticed. So in a way, any type of PR is probably good for you because you're battling a lot of other noise and it's an oversaturated um, media industry anyways. So I think getting noticed, I still don't think you should have bad PR, but I don't. Yeah, but I, I I do think you want more. Like you're not being as selective. Um, you want to get in the buzz. You want to be in the know. You want to join the conversation. But I do think if you're an established brand or an established person, it's a little bit different because people already know you. You're not introducing yourself. It's more about maintaining your reputation and keeping that intact and just remaining credible. Right. So first it's get out there, lean more towards good PR, but if you get a little PR, bad PR, probably okay. You're you're still getting out there. Like we'll use an example. Um, Christine from Selling Sunset. Yes. I think she, I mean, she's really, I I think she's soaked up every ounce of being the villain. Totally. She lives for being that now, but she was somebody in the first season of Selling Sunset. It was, the show was getting talked about. It had success, but like she pushed it. She was just like, all right, like I'm going to soak this for all I fucking got. 100%. And And I think you use PR. Yes. Totally. And I think you use fame to translate it into your own personal business. Like right. that's what what being famous is for. You're right. At a point you do need to monetize it. And that is literally a perfect example because it's like she wasn't really in the conversation. Mm-hmm. She introduced herself to the world. Now everyone's talking about her. And I don't know if you saw, she opened her own her own um agency now. Okay. Well, I actually really like her. I think she's really eccentric. Actually, yes, yeah, yeah, I kind of fuck with it. I mean, she's like a bitch, but I kind of like whatever. Yeah, yeah. I've always liked the bitchy characters in reality TV. Yeah. Maybe because that's something I'm not actually that bitchy about. And yeah, but And she's like she is so unapologetically herself. herself. She's so authentic. But like I didn't think she was really a real estate agent. I know. And now it's like <laughs> I don't even we can talk about it after, but like she's literally selling houses. For real. Um, yeah, for real. And people buy them with like crypto. Like she's like reinventing she the fucking real used game. it. Yeah. Oh she yeah. She fucking used it. And that's like and now that she's she is like established now. People know who right. she is. She's calmed down. Right. She's, like now she's just maintaining. Now she's just riding the wave. She doesn't need to build it up right. anymore. And so, I think she's off the show. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, adios, me amigo. Yeah. Like, I, I see that a lot of times with like bachelor people too. Really? Yeah. Like people that are like, they have this big personality and they're in every conversation. They're in every conflict. Mm-hmm. And now they're straight up chilling. Like yeah. they're, they're like, okay, I have my business now. People know who I am. Like my name is, people know the name. Like it works. So is it them that come to, or is it the PR that's like, all right, you've, you've come to, we, let's, let's collectively decide yeah. to wake up. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like it's also probably at a point that they're like, uh, if you keep us going, like this is, you got to hold the brakes a little bit, but um, I'm even thinking about, I don't know if you remember this guy. I think his name was Chad on Bachelorette. I'm not a Bachelor person. He was like, he was psychotic. He went on Paradise. He almost like overdid it where then people yes. were like, Ew. can you like not? Like Stop. we're done now. Like no you got to chill. And then it was like, I think you don't want to tarnish your name so much right. that it's like, 
even bachelor people that are that are the villain um i think that they go on to do new things and then it's like no one takes them seriously right so there is a balance right and so my question is let's go back to the an example we know which is christine from selling sunset or i know but you will probably fucking know the bachelor reference and mm-hmm. i didn't fucking get it but is it her who is like being like, let's do this bad PR. Let's do it. Like, let's make this like gossipy move. Or is it the PR agent or are they like in cahoots? I feel like, I mean, we know there's bad apples everywhere and good apples. Like it really depends. Cause now too, there's oftentimes within your PR team, yes, you'll have a publicist and your publicist is doing major things like interviews, Mm -hmm. um, prepping you. If you have a speech, uh, writing press releases, just the overall strategy. And then you have someone who's like your social media manager Ah. and they're, and that's but we still, all talk. We're all in yeah, the same slot. And they're all they're yeah, they're all one, but your social media manager is doing your public image, mm-hmm. your digital public image. So there are different people that have different roles, I think, on everyone's team. Um, but I think I think with Christine's case, she's just like, I'm gonna say whatever the yeah, fuck. Yeah, she's I want. like, I'm gonna do it and we're gonna deal with it. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. Okay. Hypothetically, you are working for somebody who has an online presence and the lot of hate happens on social media. What do you choose to deal with and what do we choose to ignore? I think it really depends. I firmly believe you should ignore the trolls online no matter what. I mean, I think yeah. There are like moments I've seen even um, Lizzo has done it before, I think, where like somebody will comment something mean and she'll like literally do at their comment and like come back at them. I think for things like that, always ignore, like don't even give it the time of day. Um, but I do think if it's getting enough buzz where someone's like, like the gossip mill, so trolls let's ignore, but yeah, the gossip mill about you, you and your reputation. Yeah. Do you ignore? It kind of depends. I think in some cases you get more buzz by like yes. staying quiet. Oh, I think the opposite. Okay. Continue. I think, I think it's, it depends like being kind of like secretive. I think that's why people love like the Kardashians Mm -hmm. because they are so calculated and, and I mean that in a good way when I say calculated, like they, they hold on to information for a long time. Mm -hmm. And that's why people talk about them because they're like, do you think Kylie's actually pregnant? Like it's, and that is like creating the buzz. But, um, as long as it's not a negative thing, I think it's a case by case basis on whether you respond. That's like going back to like, that's the role of a publicist and everyone has their own style. Like, do you respond to this immediately? Right. Do you not respond at all? Like it just depends. Right. So I've noticed this thing on TikTok. And I, I know I keep bringing this back up, but I got some hate on TikTok. Okay. And I got a lot of support from Hunter and Hunter's sister and my best, my one best friend. And I, they were like, just, you, you got to ignore it. Or I was like, or do I like lean the fuck into this? And you know, I have no real followers on TikTok. Like, do I just like make my page blow up with like this drama? Yeah. And I was kind of like, fuck, is this some TikToker's job to make drama out of nothing? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It blew my, the realization, I was like, oh, it's not that hard. And then it's also like hard and then it's kind of not. It was really interesting. It is funny though. Like I've seen the ones on TikTok where people respond to hate and they'll like do at someone's comment and be like, actually, I think it's just like depends. Like if you feel like strongly about it, like, yeah, you should respond. But I think, I do think we waste a lot of time on people that are just like 
they feel bad about themselves. And then we waste time like going back and responding to it. So this is going to sound weird, but it's like, if it's a tasteful response and you're going to be witty and it's Mm. funny, then yeah, I I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. I think if I had done it, it would have been a pretty like not my character because I was already having anxiety from the, from the comments. Yeah. And B, if I did it and then it worked and then like I, magically amazingly was very famous after that <laughs> I wouldn't like my image very much yeah exactly. and it would really upset me because there's so much I want to do and not be stuck in that box yeah and I think like it's like like we said about Christine it's like we like people who are unapologetically themselves mm-hmm. like if you're gonna post a video like even I mean I post like the weird shit on TikTok but That's I'm not gonna true. like you're actually pretty good at TikTok <laughs> I'm going to like own it. Like I said what I said, like, I don't need to like explain it to you. Like that's kind of how I feel like a lot of times it goes. Right. Yeah. Very cool. So I recently discovered the NT lawyer and I know like, did you know who he was? I A little bit. Okay. Like I was like, I was texting people and they were like, yeah, like what brought you the vendor? And I was like, I'm <laughs> sorry. Like until 2020, I didn't watch reality TV. I'm not joking. I really did. Other than that's keeping scary. up, keeping yeah. up is different. That's yeah. That's the exception. It's not even. That's like above a different, reality. Different yeah. thing. Um, <laughs> even though I do really like the Hulu show. Sidebar. I do too. I think it's good, but I didn't know who NT Lawyer was, and I knew who Dumois was. But it's like the same things. Now, for those of you who don't know, these accounts, these people, blog. He even has a podcast that you can subscribe to on Patreon. They leak celebrity tips. They're called blinds. But like, is this like a PR nightmare? Like when this shit gets leaked to these people who have gained credibility for doing this shit, is that like the worst thing to happen to a PR person? I think it depends. <laughs> like, okay, I love Marvel movies. So Me too. let's use oh, this that's example. A great example. I think it was like back during Spider-Man, somebody sent in like, I'm a PA um, working on the lot and I just saw a Tobey Maguire on okay. set. And it's like Marvel worked so hard. They were like swipe, 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 Yeah, swipe, swipe. to like make that a surprise and just like a crazy moment in the movie. And I think when you put that much work into it and then somebody like I am a firm believer in following your NDA, follow the NDA, yeah. like be trustworthy. Like I just so those moments, I think it's shitty. Yeah. But I also think like uh I worked with someone in the past and that was featured a lot on, on one of those accounts. And it was almost like we would literally sit at work and laugh at all of the stuff that people would send in. That was nowhere near the truth. And you knew that wasn't nowhere. Yeah. Right. And, and so I think you have to take all of it with a grain of salt, but I do, I do think that it, I wouldn't call it a nightmare, but it's definitely, I think when you work really hard on something, especially like I said, you're, you're crafting a message and right. you there, everything is so intentional the day that you're putting it out, the day that everything Let's not is leak the surprise. Right. And so for somebody else to leak it, but those two accounts in particular are pretty reliable. They have like people that work. They are reliable. Yeah. They're reliable. They, it, it's almost like I said, with publicists and journalists, they have these relationships and mm. people know that they're going to keep them anonymous. So, but okay, I'm like, so some of it's true, some of it's not. Yeah, I think um, I would say 
majority is not true. Okay. But there are a few things in there that I think that they get before other people do. That's like, okay, this happened. Yeah. I almost wish they were more selective. Yes, like, I agree. if she's getting a tip from a friend that she has that, let's say, works worked right. at E or something and right. worked at the same time a show was shot – that's something she should post. But if it's like a random account, sometimes I think they post like too much. I almost, but I think that's kind of the strategy because then they don't want to get completely shut down. Totally. It's to like have half. And they, I feel like they're pretty smart. They know which half is real. They know which half is not. And there's a quarter that they know are real. And then they pick the quarter to kind of like keep pushing out, even though they know it's fake. Totally. Yeah. Cause they are just like, let's keep playing this game. Okay. It's really interesting. So also in the same week I learned about the NT lawyer, I learned about the term yachting. What the fuck is yachting? Okay. I feel like I've never said yachting, but we're like, you're on a, here's what I think yachting is. <laughs> let's take a stab at this one. Um, you are on a very expensive yacht in Miami and they're like, look at all these women you can choose from and they'll help boost your career. That's what I think it is. Yeah, I feel like yachting, that's exactly what I think of too. I feel like the the modern term is clout farming. Okay, great. What's clout farming? So clout farming is where um, you're doing something to mm. paint a picture that something is going on. Right. But it's not real. So let's say, for example... Kanye West and Drake. Yes. They have had drama for years. It is there has been a saga of events between Drake and Kanye. So then randomly one night Kanye is over at Drake's house and he posts a video of them mm. together. And then everybody all over the internet's like holy shit, they're cool again. 2 days later he announces we're actually doing a concert together in LA. Yeah. And so that specific example is like they wanted to create buzz. They wanted people to be talking about them. But I do think it's a strategic business move. Oh, of course. Yeah. Even um I feel like I've seen it like with on YouTube or um just random, even like C-list celebrities. Mm -hmm. um, That's where the meat of that shit happens, I think. Totally. And then super, super A-list too. Yes. Even and nowhere in between. Yeah, exactly. There's no like middle ground. What What was the um, the famous like Oscar picture? Remember Ellen like oh, took a selfie? Yes, the selfie. And it was like, that was a little bit of clout farming, I have to say. Like really? it was like, that was like a picture with all of these awesome people. And I love the picture. It's like yeah. iconic, but it's like- people talked about them or like, you right. know, um, I wouldn't say like Jack Harlow is clout farming. I love him, but like, he's so deliberate in like who he's posting with and people are talking about it. And it's, um, I know one of the things that we talked about before this, like Julia Fox, like mm -hmm. she, I wouldn't even call it clout farming, but like her whole thing with Kanye and now she's like, she's almost irrelevant. She was yeah, irrelevant. She was irrelevant. I don't know who she was. Same. I don't know. I think I knew her. Um, was she on like a reality show? There was something I, I knew her from. I think I thought I got her and a different actress who's actually, I got her and Lake Bell very confused. They look very similar. Oh, I similar. could see that. Yeah. But Lake Bell's a fair bit older. Yeah. Like, fair bit. She's not old, guys, but like she's, yeah, she's old. A little like, bit older. Like she was Julia's Fox age when she was probably on Boston Legal. Yeah. But Julia, I honestly. Some people, I mean, I fuck with her. Yeah, dude, I fuck with her so hard, but she's clout farming. Yeah, but she's also like, she she is a perfect example of someone that's on the come up that mm. needs that buzz. She needs more PR. Gotcha. She needs more attention, and she's doing it so well. Like people going up she's to had her, two being sound like, clips. 
who, whose muse are you? Like, and like, you know, if it was Justin Bieber, he would be like, get on my face. And she's like, Josh Safdie, like being like, you know, like she, I actually did it myself. Yeah. She like, she eats it up and it's great for her. And she's weird. And I actually, I will own that. I don't think that she was, she was weird before. She's always been off like that. Yeah. Not that I'm saying she's an off person, but like, she's not like normal. Yeah. She's, uh, yeah. But like, she just like took that and like ran. Totally. And, yeah. but she's doing a job at it. And so, yeah, she's definitely a cloud farmer, but the thing about her it's cloud working. farming is like, she's like, yeah, she kind of owns it. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm doing. And that's the new authentic way to function in media. Totally. I think but that's where the Instagram and the like celeb we need to like merge and just be like, yeah, I am. yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. I and people like that. Yeah, I agree. I pe- think people actually like that. Continuing with like, you know, classic versus, you know, what's real now. Paparazzi was a huge thing when we were growing up. Totally. Huge, huge, huge. And it was like so cool to like see paparazzi taking photos. And it was it was real. Like they didn't want to be photographed and they were real. I even think laws have changed around paparazzi a little bit since yeah. then. So how much of paparazzi photos are staged? That's a great question. Well, this is going back to like us talking about Britney. Yes. We love Britney. We love Britney. But you... People used to pay so much money for a photo of Britney Spears. Right. Like the photo of her shaving her head. That was like. Driving the car. Yeah. People were making a shit ton of money off of the, you know, Lindsay Lohan, Paris Hilton. Yes. Britney era. And that was a good business. But honestly, today, those photos are not going for as much money. And the reason being, it's all like we go out to dinner, right? And Mm -hmm. we see Selena Gomez is, you know, out to dinner with so-and-so. We're taking a photo. We're posting it on TikTok. We're like, oh my God, went to Nobu tonight and saw A and B together. And it's like... We're not getting paid for that. Right. So it's decreasing the value to begin with. Right. There's just information spreads so fast. It's like waiting for, you know, People Magazine or Us Weekly to come out and then see the picture of Justin yeah. Timberlake with XYZ. Like that doesn't exist anymore. Like we're almost like we're putting them out of business just on how much yeah, we are. <laughs> information is coming out. And um, even like going back to like gossip accounts, like they're putting information out before them. But I do think... Some of it is staged. Um, I know like specific people, if um, they were gifted like a certain outfit from a designer or something, mm-hmm. and it's like the only requirement is like a photograph. And then it's like, okay, they're, you know, they're going to tip someone off. They're going to go to Nobu and right. they're going to get a photo. But it is, I think there's, this is a whole other thing, but there's been a lot of issues with people reposting paparazzi pictures. I don't know if you've seen this. No, not at all. I can't remember who it was. Um, I'm going to remember as soon as we're done and then I'm going to be like, wow, I should have said this. But um, somebody reposted a photo that um, some paparazzi took of them and got like sued for it because they were like, this was my photo and like, they're not making any money for it. So now I think they do like most celebrities, like if it's from paparazzi, they'll put like picture credit at the bottom. Yeah. Wow. That's really interesting. So on that note, like, you know, there's a lot of stagedness in reality TV. So Let's talk about the reality in entertainment and celebrity culture. Like, what are your thoughts about this? I think, I mean, I feel like I've been uh, driving this home today, but I really do think it's becoming a lot more authentic. I think they can't get away with it. Yeah, like totally. And I think um, 
I even like go back and watch like old reality shows and I'm like, this is so fake. So sage. Yeah, like this is not real, but some I some selling zones don't look pretty stage. Yeah, there was there was some like when they like walk in the room and then it cuts and then yeah. it's the same outfit, but it's like a different color yeah, and you're and there's like, a different yeah. hat. Yeah, Christine had a different hat. The new girl who I can't remember her name, it escapes me. But she had rubber bands in the back of her dress. Oh yeah. 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 You're not going out in public like that. No. Yeah, I also not to break anybody's heart, but these conversations they are having are procured. We all know that. Yeah, we, totally. We've said this is going to be what happens. And like, you know, they actually do fuck with their lives a little bit. Yeah. Have we ever thought about the people in the background? Those people in the background have to be paid to be there. And yeah. I know that for a fact because I've gotten requests to be in the back of reality TV. Through, really? Through an old, um, like an old site I used to do like, you know, side gig from. Yeah. So like, because they have to sign. Right. You know, to be used. Right. So those people are staged in there. They might act there. Yes. Those people are really sitting there, but they know why they're there. Like they didn't by chance walk in and they were like, hi, sir. By the way, today we are filming Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Please sign this form. Yeah. Right. That doesn't happen. They were, they all agreed to be there. Right. I <laughs> yeah. know. I think that makes it, but I, I really think the way that they are themselves is like with social media, which also like, this is more just me thinking about people as like humans and real people. That also sucks because Mm -hmm. now they're like, okay, now I have this platform to be myself and, you know, get my message across. But now they're like, people can comment, people can send hate, people are making fun of them. It's like, and it's direct. Yeah. And it's for everyone to see. And I think that sucks, but I do think it's become a little bit more authentic. I think there will always be instances where you're like, okay, you're full of shit, but I do. It's, it's changed a lot for sure. A lot. Yeah. So Katie, what are your final thoughts on like the PR space these days? I think it is forever changing. And I think there are so many cool things that are going to come. Well, Katie, thank you so much for doing the podcast. Thank you for having Tell me. Tell us where we can find you. You can find me, just my first and last name, Instagram, Katie Kalis. We'll drop it in the description. Always is. Long awaited. but It has really. You, yeah. you guys have no ideas. Thank you guys for listening. Oh, thank you so much, Katie, for coming on the podcast. Guys, we really were trying to do this episode for so long, but we're both so busy and we could not make our schedules line up. So thank you so much, Katie, for doing the podcast. Love ya. Uh, guys, don't forget, what am I going to say? Please rate and subscribe to the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll see you next Tuesday. Thank <laughs> you.